Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. We are on episode 13. It should have been 14 this week, but I had some personal issues last week that kind of got in the way, and I needed to take a mental health day. So we're back with some stuff. Um, I don't know that it's going to be a full hour, but I am fresh from waking up, if you can't tell. (laughs) But we'll see how this goes this week. So um, everything's good now. Everything's better. Uh, Stomach issues, I think, are subsiding. Uh, just like high anxiety and messes with my stomach. Like I have gastric issues. Um, I don't know what triggers it specifically. I think it's just really highly stressful situations. Um, so with that being said, with that being said, sounded like a damn robot (laughs) with that being said, uh, I'm doing today. I feel a little better. I got sleep. Um, I honestly was going to record tomorrow morning and then I forgot I'm going to go get my COVID shot tomorrow. So I can't do that. Um, I am just, I'm making friends down here. So there's a Bumble BFF and it's been cool so far. I've met a couple of cool girls, whatever. One of them plays video games. So hopefully she and I'll get some games in, in the morning, um, not in the morning tonight, after I get off work, you know, with my usual crew, Rocco, um, Rocco and Julio, which his name's not really Julio, so I don't know why we call him that, but we'll see. Okay. We'll see if we get some game again. But um, right now I'm just, I'm trying to chill and just be cool and give myself a break mentally. But every morning I wake up and I have like bad thoughts about things and, uh, like just a bad feeling in your stomach that something's going to happen. And I guess the anxiety of that is what messes with my stomach. And I'm sorry for the background noise. I think someone is washing their hands or is in the bathroom or something. I don't know if you guys hear it or not, but it's driving me nuts. Um, so far, I have a couple of thoughts on a couple of different things. And like I said, it may or may not be 45 minutes or an hour. It's going to depend on how long I want to go for because I don't want to ruin my good streak of feeling better. And put all of this in the mix. So, I don't know what the sound is in the background, but it sounds like water running, if you hear it. If you don't, great. So, again, I have a couple of scary movies in rotation that I watch at work. And right now, it's Silent Hill, Silent Hill 2, Prometheus, and Covenant. Like, those are the four in rotation. I gotta throw in some other scary stuff at some point, but it's what I'm working with. Sorry guys, that was a yawn. I am a human and I'm tired. This whole these last two weeks have been very tiring for me. Didn't mean to yawn that loud though, but I'm very tired. So from what I've heard, 
with these Prometheus movies, since they were supposed to be the prequels to us being introduced to Ripley. Now, they're saying, um, Ridley Scott is saying that he's going to make a third one, and it's going to have nothing to do with Prometheus or Covenant. And with the way they leave um, Covenant is very cliffhanger-like, because you want to know what David is going to do next. Now, David is a synthetic that they have on their missions. So each mission has to have a synthetic to help along and help with equipment, like things like that. It can't, apparently it can't just be all humans, according to this movie, according to the Ridley Scott universe, because he always has a synthetic. And what's funny was, um, I forgot what her name was, but she was one of them at one point, And it was like, really? Is it Winona Ryder? I think that's who it is. So I thought that was so funny. Anyway, so my thing is, is that, first of all, I have other issues with this movie. One of which is in Prometheus, I think there was only, was there any couples in Prometheus? Yeah, there was one couple in Prometheus, which was the main two doctors. Okay, fine. One couple is fine. You go into Covenant and all the crew members were married. So you have everybody coupled up. Now for me, that's like a huge red flag on this mission because it's like, okay, you're putting, you're putting other crew members at risk to save your significant other. I'm telling you right now, I would never, I would not be caught dead on the same ship as my husband. Um, doing, doing a serious ass mission like this, it's not going to happen. So that is an immediate no for me. I don't know who thought that idea or who thought it was actually any kind of idea that was worth exploring because everyone's, everyone's significant other pretty much dies on this. Like no couple actually makes it out in covenant, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) So it just drives me insane though, that you get to see how David, the synthetic was obsessed with creating life and Walter, who was his quote unquote brother, because he was also synthetic, was not allowed to do that. He couldn't create anything because they realized, because of course that mission had to be studied because pretty much everyone died on that mission. He had to be, they studied what happened. And I was watching, when I was watching Prometheus, he was watching everybody's dreams and stuff. So that's going on, which is whatever, because creepy in and of itself you can already see <laughs> the wheels in his brain turning and it's like, okay, so that's happening. He's a little weird and sneaky and whatever. And he, um, <laughs> he, his, his hair grows. So I'm trying to figure that out too. Is that something special they did to the synthetic so that he looks like human or whatever? Because why would you, why? Because you see him like bleaching his roots in the beginning. And it's like, dude, is this guy for real? Like, how does he know to even do that? But I mean, like, it's a synthetic. So what was I, what am I, what am I questioning, really? I think he's just, they made him as lifelike as possible. But I just, like, because when you see him in Covenant, his hair is like shoulder length. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that guy's hair is long. And with everything he learned, did he not, he, he's made scissors, he's fashioned scissors before. So it's like, 
With the amount of things he knows, why do they make it seem like he's stupid? Anyway, so that's my rant on that, is that I don't know how you can make those two movies and not wrap it up with a third one when we've made alien movies for days. Anyway, I just, that doesn't make sense. But so two weeks ago, (laughs) I'd had a hell of a week and I was so pissed off. So of course, (laughs) I ordered Spanish food from around the corner because I was starving. And I had back-to-back calls on a Friday, which never happens. So after, like the week before, crazy quiet. So I started to get hungry around 6.30. My brother and I ordered food from this Dominican restaurant from around the corner near my mother's. And of course, with the day I'd been having and week I'd been having, my stomach issues have returned. So it's kind of resolving itself now, but it's very touch and go. So upset by that. Um... First of all, Grubhub had me wait an hour for this food to be delivered in the first place. And then, of course, I finally get my food. They didn't do any kind of... Their rice didn't taste the way it should, which is... When I make rice, you you hit that baby with some salt. And I had ordered... I had ordered beef stew, white rice, red beans, which was stupid of me because the previous night, my mother had made beef stew... Uh, red beans, white rice. So I'm like, okay. So I'm having the same dinner two days in a row without realizing it. Fine, whatever. So of course my mom, because I was working still, so I couldn't come down and get my food. She brought my food up to me and she brought like three, excuse me, two containers, one big one and one little one. So I said to her, I was like, oh, um, did they bring, send the beans? And my mom goes, No. I was like, so what's in this little thing? And it was a salad. And I was like, ah. I was like, please take the salad away from me before I throw it everywhere. The people forgot to give me my red beans. Not that there wasn't any sauce from the beef stew, but that's not the point. I like messy food. I like to make a mess of my food. I like to throw my beans on my stew and then swirl it around in my rice. Rouse. (laughs) Swirl it around in my rice. And I couldn't do any of that. I just had to play with the little bit of sauce they gave me from the beef stew, which made me mad. So, <laughs> so that was my Friday, two weeks ago anyway. This past Friday was quiet, so it was okay. Had a lot of pizza last week. Maybe I'm lactose intolerant. Who knows? <laughs> Could you imagine? I love cheese. How's that going to go? So... Oh God, this is a good one. I forgot about this. So (laughs) there was a disgruntled employee who decided to CC everyone on it saying, check this out, y'all. They fired me saying I was unprofessional when they're the ones who are being unprofessional. Can I tell you this? (laughs) This was the craziest thing that's happened at my job so far. And let me see. Let me see if I can find it again, because I know I sent it to people, because I was, I was, I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Okay, cool. So the email starts with, uh, hi, Lionel. Hold on. Does it go further? So the guy's name is Lionel. Okay. So it says, hi, Lionel. I have that. We never received two forms of ID from you. Please send me a picture of the two forms of 
Please send me a picture of the two forms of ID you will be using for the I-9 by the end of, end of day Monday. This was April 2nd. So this was Friday. So he goes, um, did you guys not advise that you will be video chatting through teams to get this information? So then of course the girl responds, um, Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me see. Why does this look like this? This is pissing me off. So it goes, I did what was advised of me and I was advised seven to 10 business days to result to receive my card. So he didn't have a social security card. So if this was required for payroll, why wasn't this mentioned? It said, Lionel, if you request a new card, the process takes about 10 minutes. It's possible to have this done by Tuesday. So the next thing says, let's see. It says, please send us. Okay. So this is backwards. That's what's happening. (laughs) So all of this. Okay. So the gist of it is we did mention this in orientation in the orientation you were in. When we first talked about the onboarding process, we also just experienced the change where employees have to come in person last month. So they wanted him to come in person to drop off the information and everything. Oh gosh. Yeah. So basically, essentially what happened is that he, um, he didn't have a social security card. They told him you can get, you can, you know, do go online to their website, request a new one. You should get it ASAP. So of course he tries to do that. Then he goes, then they want him to come in with the two forms of ID to fill out paperwork and whatever. And he goes, well, why am I going to come in there? If I don't have anything to give you, he goes, just reschedule me. Like, not, can you please reschedule me? He says, reschedule me. And I'm like, I would never say it like a demand. I would ask. That's an employer asking you to do something so that you can gain employment with the company. So why would you make it seem like you're the one with the upper hand here when they have the upper hand? So in any case, what happened is he starts getting real stupid and ghetto in the emails saying that, you know, we wasn't told this, or we was supposed to have been told that. And I was like, Oh dude, what is this? We was shit. (laughs) Like I'm reading it and me and my team, my, my class were like, dude, what is wrong with him? What's going on? Like he tried to prove that they were unprofessional when his side of it was the most unprofessional. And I'm like, you don't have to tell me. I was like, this is the best thing I've seen all day though. I couldn't even believe someone would put something on blast like that, to be honest with you. I'm like, who even cares? This guy's starting like a, a drama for no reason, saying that he was fired for being unprofessional because they told him to like watch his tone pretty much. I was like, oh God. I'm like, he's feeling super uh, angsty today. <sighs> mm, tired. <laughs> Oh, my nose. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Allergies are kicking in right now. Um, so that was that was like the highlight of the week, kind of, is the fact that a disgruntled employee just sent an email to everyone in the call center. <laughs> I have also been falling asleep during phone calls. Like, Wednesday, I went to bed really, really late. Like, last, not last Wednesday, the Wednesday before, because of all the things going on in my brain for the past few weeks. Like, I'm not going to get into it anymore because I'm just choosing to be happy, but it's been stressful and it's been keeping me awake at night, except for this week. This week so far, I've been going to sleep at a really good time. Um, 
And I would, some people during these calls, I'm falling asleep because they're either talking too little, too much, too quiet, whatever. So I just, I was like passing out and like, they're asking me questions and I'm like, what? Like waking up. (laughs) And then of course, you know, my least favorite thing that could ever actually happen happened. And a bunch of people already know about this, but I actually like crapped my pants and I never thought I would get, I would never thought I would see the day as an adult where I couldn't trust a fart. And that's where I am now. And I still, still don't feel like I could trust the fart at this moment. So (laughs) I, this is how it happened. I was fine all day, except for, you know, the basic stomach issues. And I, mm, how do I want to phrase this? Alexa, stop. Anyway, that was my alarm. So I was getting myself together to be off of break. And my mom had finished making dinner towards the end of my break. So I grabbed it and I ran upstairs with it and I was getting ready to sit down and I farted and something didn't feel right. (laughs) It was a big, oh no situation. So I was like, oh God, what, what is going to happen now? And, um, (laughs) I moved my underwear away from my butt and I was like, yeah, something doesn't feel okay. So I went. I went to the bathroom and I pulled and, you know, reset myself like on the toilet. And I was like, great. Actually, I couldn't even like physically do that at the time. I kind of had to just stand there for a second because someone called in. So I had to take their information really quickly, put them on hold and then run to the bathroom, sort myself out, then come back out and pretend to have a, pretend to have a good rest of my day. I was like this sucks. I'm like, this sucks and is embarrassing. And it was on a Monday. So I was like, cool. So that's how this week is going to go. This was last Monday, not this past Monday of this week, the Monday before I was like, so I guess this is how this week is going to go. And that's fair. (laughs) I don't know what triggered it. I don't know why. I just don't know. So the only other time that's happened to me was when I was like nine years old in Mexico, but that's because of that Montezuma's revenge where you're not really supposed to drink the water in Mexico because it'll make you shit yourself. And that's what happened to me when I was eight and has now happened to happen to me again when I was 31. So what worse could possibly happen in this situation? There is nothing worse that could possibly happen this year to me. I've shit myself. That's the epitome of it. That's the epitome of the year. So I went and got my nails done and, uh, yeah, I don't have a good transition for shitting my pants and getting my nails done. So this is just how it's going to have to be. So (laughs) I went to get my nails done and I picked a nice, this is what pissed me off so far. So I, um, I went to get my nails done. I picked a nice little design and it was like, it was, it was a, uh, like almost like a blue French manicure with some glitter on it. And I'm a whore for glitter. I love glitter on everything. Black and glitter are my two favorite things. And if they're together, perfect day. So I went and, you know, you would think that 
with how they do things. Like the first time I got my, my acrylics put back on, the chick I had was wonderful. The second time around, this other chick who, who worked there, she did them and they look so shitty. They look nothing like the picture, which I figured as much, but you would have thought there had been a little bit more effort in doing my nails because of what I showed her in the design. And again, they were still too long. Like I don't, I hate when they don't cut them down enough. And it just, it was annoying to me because, um, it just, I was just mad because I wanted a certain thing and she didn't do it the right way. And it looked like a five-year-old did it. End of story, pretty much. So then of course I'm like, I wanted, I wanted it to look nice. And that's what makes me upset the most is because you spend a lot of money on getting those types of things done and you think you would get perfection every time. And next time I am going to request the technician, but I went again yesterday and the chick I had was awesome. She did everything I asked for and she, um, it took a moment. It was a long process because I removed my acrylics and I'm just doing like powder dip because I, I want to be satisfied every time. I don't want it to be an issue of every time of me thinking like, oh, this nail's not even here or this one's crooked or this one, this, this one, this. I don't, I don't want to do with that. So I'm just going to do plain colors from now on. And there's no way people can upset me with that. My nails look really good and they're shorter so that I can do schoolwork and get everything else done that I have to get done. So that's, that's how that's going with that. And I'm just, that's how I'm proceeding with things. I'm just going to get, do things a certain way. And that's how it's going to get done. Cause usually I, I usually figure things out, not usually on my own for the most part, but actually for the most part, I do figure things out on my own and everybody else just finds out later. Apparently it's a bad habit I have, but I finally, uh, encountered a work snitch. Speaking of things going on, it was so funny because my entire class turned on this person real fast. So, um, it was exciting to me that this happened because I don't remember what day this happened, but it happened and I had never laughed harder. So when there's an early release email sent out, which this thing almost never happens to me when there's an early release email sent out for the mortgage servicing department, they send it out and you have to leave yourself unavailable, but that's not what they put on there. They put available aux mode, which I don't know what the AUX stands for in that sentence. So usually what I've put myself is available on ACD and it says no calls or something. So after like half an hour of waiting and hadn't heard anything, it looked like it flipped back on its own. So I flipped it back and then it got flipped back again. And then I was like, okay, something weird's happening. So I'm gonna just leave it. So I get a phone call through teams from this chick, Jessica. And she goes, Hey, why do you keep putting yourself back in that mode? And I said, well, I wasn't sure what mode I was exactly supposed to be in f- to wait for early release. Cause I hadn't heard anything about early release yet. And she goes, well, that mode is for management only. That's not for you to be in. That's not for you to be flipping yourself into because, um, it's a management mode. You're not supposed to be in that. And I was like, okay, well I hadn't heard anything back yet. And she goes, it doesn't matter. That mode is not for you. And I was like, okay. And she hung up on me and I'm like, what a fucking bitch. And she's the one who sends out the early release emails. So yesterday is not yesterday. So later on, like maybe five minutes later, 
she, uh, she gets invited into our group by one of our classmates. So she's now in our, in our group chat on teams and she starts talking about, um, I see a bunch of you are actually, it says like early release. Uh, you keep yourself in available until someone responds to you. Do not put yourself in any other mode, but that otherwise it will be seen as call avoidance, something crazy like that. And it's like, what is she even yelling about? Like fucking relax. So let me see. I think I have that exact thing that she was the exact thing she said. Let me see. Okay, here it is. I think I have it. She said, I want to make it clear that the available no ACD aux should never be used. That is a management only status. And if I change your status from that back to available, please don't switch it back. Using another aux besides available break lunch and personal for emergencies is considered call avoidance. If you're waiting on early release, you don't sit in another aux until I reply. The email states stay in available. Thank you. Like, the last, if you're waiting on early release is in caps, which is kind of like she's yelling. And then the thing that says, please acknowledge that you see this is in caps also, but it's like, okay, it's kind of suspicious to me that she asked this person whose name is Sheila, that she asked this person to put her, to put her, um, put her in the team's chat makes me a little mad, like, because she yelled at me and she yelled at four other people because apparently there was five people in my class that couldn't, um, that did what I did, which is put themselves in that mode and just chilled. And what's funny is we'd done that before and she'd never said anything before. Like I know personally that I've sat in that mode before and no one said anything to me about it. But so, yeah, so she came in and she was yelling about it and then she left And that, well, she didn't leave. We kicked her out of the group because she's a manager and we talk all the shit in that team's chat and we don't want her seeing it. Um, sorry, I had to answer a text message. Um, the sister wants to use the flat iron. So, um, don't put AUX, just say stay in available mode or stay in available status. That available AUX mode confuses me. So it's like, okay, um, thanks. (laughs) But yeah, so she was yelling. We kicked her out. Well, one of my teammates kicked her out. And then like, we were so petty about it because we were suspicious of Sheila now because Sheila went and messaged Charlotte and was like, listen, she messaged me asking me to add her to the group. Because she's noticed that a bunch of people from, from the group had been putting themselves in that mode and she wanted to know why. So I added her to the group and she said, I apologize, which isn't the point. Okay. The point is, is that she's a management person. And if you wanted to show, like, show your bond with us, because she never talks in the chat anyway, if you wanted to show that you have some kind of relationship with us, you should be warning us about it before you invite her. And then delete the warning, then put her in teams so that we at least know why she was being added. Like you apologize to one person. You didn't apologize to any of the rest of us and you didn't apologize in teams. So something, something's up with you. What is, what is this way that you're moving? So we, um, 
we uh we made a whole new teams chat <laughs> that's what happened so we made a whole new teams chat and left her out of it and it just so happened that she left our um teams chat anyway answered a text laura get over it <laughs> um yeah. So that I, I just don't like that chick Jess. Like she has her moments, but she, she's kind of just the worst. I don't, I don't like dealing with her personally because she's in charge, I guess, of the 8 PM shift people. And I'm honestly even surprised that I got early release yesterday because of what happened either. I forget. Was it this week or last week? I don't remember, but considering all things that happened with the stupid mode I was in, it was like, well, I guess I'm never getting that again because none of us, one of us got it from, from my group last, the last time they did early release, one of us got it. And, um, I was happy for her, but I was also pissed off because she, I feel like this chick just did it on purpose. She didn't want any, any of the rest of us to have it, but anyway, it's fine. So I've come up with, apparently I've come up with a new sexual mode and this ha- this was told to me as a story, <laughs> as a work-related story, but it's not my work-related story, so it's funny. So apparently, in in this store, there's a there was a sexual relationship between a female in management position and an employer employee, a lower level employee that is a male, and the schedule. She was cheating on her boyfriend, I guess, with this guy, and. Apparently now there's a bunch of weirdness and the schedules have been changed with other employees so that she's never on the same shift as him because I'm guessing the boyfriend knows about it and is not obviously not comfortable. Whatever the situation is, the schedules are all kooky and whatever, and they can't be trusted to be alone together. (laughs) So as stupid as that is. So, God, so I've come up with something. It's called the point three, three hand job. And what it is, is, is what happened between them two, which, okay. I don't remember if it goes beyond that. It, I don't remember if it goes beyond that at all, but, (laughs) um, it has to do with her having given him a hand job through the pocket (laughs) of his pants. Okay. Excuse me, tired still. So she gave him a hand job through the pocket of his pants. So there's multiple different layers of clothing. And that also seems like something you would do in high school. So it's, there's a lot of layers in between the hand and actually touching the penis. So you've got the, you got the fabric in the pocket. Then you've got the underwear pocket, like that, not underwear pocket, underwear fabric. And then you've got the actual penis itself. And it's like, <laughs> it, it's three layers pretty much. Cause the penis skin, the underwear skin, and then the pocket. So that's the three layers right there. So you're only really getting a third of a hand job because you're only touching that first layer is how I've rationalized it. So <laughs> that, <clears throat> that's how I've rationalized this point three three hand job because 
I don't even think it really counts. Like when people say during their sexual history, like how many people have you slept with? And they say, some people might have like the, the, maybe the decency to say a half, because if you don't go all the way, or if it's just one base or something, you do like a decimal point. So this would be like 1.33. Like if you've slept with one person and you've gotten this type of touching, then that's one and a third, (laughs) but this is a third. And then I feel bad for that man because that's a lot of fabric to be rubbing on that area. So now he's got a burn. <laughs> so now his skin hurts. But anyway, that, that that's my rationalization. And then I've also brought it one further. And you know, when you think of like prostitutes and such, when they're selling things per dollar, it's like, what can you get for like $5? And it's like, baby, you can get a 0.33 hand job if you want it. And it's like, <laughs> I'm going to start selling this. I'm going to patent that. And I'm going to make so much money off of a 0.33 hand job. And, uh, <laughs> but these are the dumb things that go on in my head because it's like the 0.33 hand job is going to take another 0.66 worth of energy to get a hundred percent to completion. And that's why I do this podcast because math, (laughs) math helps me get to my conclusions. Like, first of all, who even jerks off someone through their pants like that? Who does that? Like it almost makes it seem like she has no kind of skill. Like if you really wanted to do it the right way, you would do it the right way. You know what I mean? You wouldn't just Hey, this seems like a good idea. Like you have to take into consideration the other person here and how they're going to feel about having that much fabric touching their penis while you're doing that. And then you have to think about velocity and friction and you know, who wants skin rubbing on them? Like, like who wants their, their clothes rubbing on them like that? I don't think anybody enjoys any of that. So don't do that. Don't do 0.33 hand jobs, but just know that they're out there. (laughs) and I wish I would have devoted more time to that because I did, I usually take better notes, but I I don't have it. I don't have it. But the 0.33 hand job is going to happen. Tell your friends, tell your friends that 0.33s don't work. 0.66 maybe because 0.66 is like, okay, over the underwear action. And then you know where the hundred percent is at bare hand on penis. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I have decided that I'm going to start letting a lot of things go lately. And, um, I woke up feeling okay today. As I was saying before, I woke up feeling a little bit better every day, starting to realize situations and think about them. And I'm just going to relax because overthinking is stressing me out and tiring me out. And I just need a break from all of it. So I'm hoping to have a nice quiet weekend. Um, maybe I'll drop off the grid for a little while because maybe it's something I need because I'm so connected to my phone. It's disgusting. And right now I have, I'm being one of those people that constantly checks their phone for no reason. And I don't usually do that, but since I'm overthinking and whatnot, I'm always looking at my phone. And then I just found out, unfortunately that, um, Mm, trying not to be upset over again. Um, I went to go wish my friend a happy birthday. His name was Mike Iannone. 
I went to go wish him a happy birthday on Monday and I found out that he died and, uh, he died a month prior, which kind of sucks because I'd known him for 10 years and I loved him and respected him and cared about him. And, uh, it kind of sucks to be like the odd man out where you think you have that relationship with that person that you're always going to be like, back and forth in each other's lives. And you always think you have unlimited moments with people. And, uh, sorry. It, it it was, I just still can't believe it is what it is. And I don't mean to get overly emotional about it, but, um, he was, he was an important person in my life because he always had the ability to make me laugh. And that was one of the things we shared. And he was just, he was just a really good guy. And the way he died and the fact that I didn't know about it kind of sucks. So I think about all the good times we had, all the times we hung out at his house, all the times we went out to eat, and the one time he showed me Christmas lights, and I don't know, which is very upsetting. And I thought I'd gotten over it, and I didn't want to be upset on this episode, but it's happening anyway, so we're just going to have to deal with it. It's also because my period's starting, so, but he was like, he's just one of those people that like helps shape you in situations. And every now and then I hear his voice in my head, like, what are you doing? (laughs) And, um, here's my thing with people. It's the second time that this has happened where I've drifted away from somebody and they've passed away. And I am, I have come to the point where I can no longer take that type of stuff anymore. I can't take it if someone drifts away. I just can't. I won't do it anymore because, again, it's the second time it's happened and I'm not dealing with any more people dying without me knowing. (laughs) Like Greg. Greg died a year after us not speaking. Like, we stopped talking August, like the summer before him. Like, summer of the previous year of him dying. So we stopped talking in August and he died pretty much a year later because he died in July. And I was like, I really can't let this happen again. And actually, it was more of like, you know, I wish that last conversation hadn't happened the way it happened. And that conversation is still in my phone because it was on Messenger. So Messenger, like, pretty much keeps everything. You know that shit. That shit makes you feel bad with your fucking history. Oh, people you may know or, oh, this time last year, this is what's happening. And it's like, great. I don't know that person anymore. Thanks. Delete. Erase. Like, (laughs) But, um, the last conversation I had with, uh, Mike was that he was lonely because of everything that had happened with him, which was, you know, he wasn't with his girlfriend anymore. He lost one of his, he had sugar gliders and one of them died. Like it was just, it was a lot of stuff. And it just made me think like, maybe he was, I know you can't think like this, but this is my thought process. And it's like, you know. He was upset before all of this. He was upset in July is when he actually messaged me, hitting me up to get together, saying that, you know, I was 
one of the only females that he felt like he could fall back on with his issues and stuff. And, and it just made me feel worse to think about that because I'm like, damn, man, I told him that we would meet up at some point and we never did. And it's like, yeah, I know you can't control that shit, but it's like, what if I had spoken to him? Would things have been different? And yeah, don't play the what if game because it makes you feel worse, Corinne. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But still, like, it's things that I question like that. And I didn't even know he had a habit if he if he did at all. Like, he hit it very well. And I know people have hidden things from me before. Darren, for one thing, tried to hide it from me. And I could always tell. And it got to the point where he looked dangerous. So I stopped talking to him. But I stopped talking to him because he had a problem. Not because we drifted apart. We didn't drift apart. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it it hit me in a strange way. And I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know how many more people I can take losing in this life. And it just makes me feel like, you know, is everyone really going to start dying around us now? (laughs) I didn't think I was at that age, but I guess, you know, when something big like that happens, you don't really, you don't really know how it's going to affect you, especially because I had been thinking about him the other day and was going to text him. And because a snap story came up, this is what, this is what made me think of it. A snap story came up where I left him last year or a couple years ago. I think it was three years ago. I left him a, a, a tray of cupcakes and a birthday card outside his door as like a little happy birthday surprise thing. Because again, he, he'd been having a hard time and, uh, I just, it, it brought me to thinking about him and like, yo, maybe I should, maybe I got to wish him a, like, I have to wish him a happy birthday. Not maybe like I have to wish him a happy birthday. And, um, it just was so crazy. And then, you know, I started going through my Instagram things, my posts and stuff. And it was like a week before he passed, he liked something I posted on Instagram. And I was like, wow, dude. Cause when you think about it, it's like the following in seven days you died. It was like, oh God, <laughs> how morbid. I love how I turned those things into the most morbid thing you could think of. But, um, so, uh, it was just, it was, it's been a hell of a week and it's only Thursday and I just can't wait to get to the weekend. I just want to sleep. I want to sleep for a while. And then of course, you know, everything that's been going on lately has put me in like the mood to not do homework. So I skipped an assignment Monday and I have to get back on the horse now, like full speed ahead. And I just don't seem to have it in me to focus. It's driving me crazy. I just need a better distraction. I need like something good this week to happen. And I just feel ultra shitty about so many different things. And I'm trying to get back on the horse of feeling better and more positive and whatever. And I have been neglecting the gym again and I have to stop doing that because I'm paying for it and I'm not going and it's going to be one of those stupid situations again. And I don't want it to be like that. I want to actually get back to it. And I think today I'm going to email about this position because I'm a temp still, so I don't know if I qualify for it, but they sent out something about a senior analyst or something for this company that I currently work for. And they say college degree preferred. And I have my bachelor's currently that you guys know that. So I'm going to see if I can apply for that position or if it's just the fact that I'm a temp that I can't, which I don't think, I don't think that's a possibility, but, um, I'm going to try for it anyway. 
Um, if it's an earlier start time means I get out earlier and I can do more with my afternoons and evenings instead of just waiting for the weekend, which then gets filled up with other nonsense and whatever. I'm just, I'm just all over the place and I'm trying to snap back to focus and I just can't seem to this the past few weeks and I need help. <laughs> um, the bean hater has been, you know, just making me laugh. He sends me videos of his daughter all the time and it makes me laugh because last video he sent was of them trying to get her to say yes. And she just says no anyway. And I'm like, I love this so much. Like I was laughing and a phone call came in and I was like, Ooh, adjust your attitude. Cause I was like, don't sound too happy. Cause these people all expect you to be miserable when you answer the phone anyway. <laughs> so I have decided that I'm going to start implementing new things from Urban Dictionary, not Urban Outfitters, Urban Dictionary into my podcast so that we can all spruce up, <laughs> spruce up our vocabulary. So this is stupid that they give you, they give you a word of the day. <laughs> I don't know if I want. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sorry, so I'm looking at these words of the day things, and I think we all know what this one is, but I'm going to do it anyway. So before I get to that, though, I wanted to let y'all know that I'm, like I said before, I'm rewatching shows, and I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy, and now I remember, besides the fact that she's annoying as shit, why I hate Izzy Stevens' character on Grey's Anatomy. She was super jealous of Meredith and Christina's relationship, and... She always wanted, like, she was she was trying way too hard to fit in. Like, if you just want to go and dance it out with Christina and Meredith, just go dance it out. Why do you have to complain about it to George as if he cares? George is doing his own thing, trying to get over, I guess, your breakup, which was the weirdest part of that show ever. I'm on season four, where they tried to make a relationship work, and it's like watching a brother and sister try and date each other. It's disgusting. So I'm like, and they don't even show... I don't, re I don't even recall what Izzy's specialty was because I know Meredith was going for neuro. Obviously, Christina was going for cardio, um, but that was it. Those were the only things, those were the only things that happened. Sorry, I'm answering the text. Okay, so the, that being said, I don't understand what her specialty was. They never really said she kind of floated all over the all over the place. I know Karev gets into pediatrics and that's where he stays, which is good. It was a good one for him because you got to see his evolution of his storyline. I'm still pissed off that he left or the, not that he left the way he left because they even said in the article, well, November might've been the last time that you'd seen Alex Karev and you didn't know it. And it's like, bitch, why would you do that? Anyway, so I'm really hoping that this girl wants to play uh, play some games later because I think that would be fun. A new gamer girl buddy. But I'm trying to make friends down here because it is getting kind of quiet and it's making me think too much about things. And I'm tired of dealing with quiet as much as I love it. It's it's killing me a little bit. So so the word of the day, and then we're going to do this because I, I got to get ready for work and stuff. So the word of the day, I don't, I don't like this one at all. It's called, it says took an L. 
And this is on Urban Dictionary. This is what we're doing from now on at the end of these episodes, because some of these I'm sure will get interesting. Took an L, which means to take an unfortunate loss and turn of events. It says, and then of course, oh my God. And then of course they put a stupid line from Big Sean in it. Last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Okay. How dumb. Oh my gosh. So that's the stupidest. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So that's like the dumbest one so far. And hopefully they get better because this is what I'm doing now at the end of each episode. And I believe I have completed my time or as much time as I know I can put into it this morning. So I'm a little pissed off and, uh, but, oh gosh. So I gotta go. I gotta get ready for work, guys. I love you. And I will uh, get back to y'all next week and we'll definitely have some new content. I'll definitely have more for it, more towards an hour anyway. And, um, I love you guys and uh, have a great rest of your day and I hope you enjoy the episode. (laughs) It's a little sporadic, a little emotional, but it's just things that are on my mind I have to tell you guys because what good would it do me if I kept anything from y'all? Love you guys and I will catch you next week. Bye.